What's up, guys? Welcome back to Project Freelance. If you are new to the podcast, hello, welcome. My name is Kay. I am your host. I am here to give you guys tips and tricks and tell you the mistakes I made so that you don't make those mistakes while you're trying to make your dream your career. So, this week on the podcast, okay, well, first of all, this season, season two of the podcast, if you missed the previous episodes, please go back. If you guys have any questions or comments or anything you guys need to know, you can find me at com. but you guys, I want to introduce to you one of my very, very good friends. His name is Nick. Nick owns a clothing company called Music Over Matter, and I got involved with Nick years ago, so many years ago. And we've kind of just bonded and we've become really close friends and we have just continued to want to work together and support each other. And it's amazing to watch what his small little t-shirt company has turned into. And I'm so very proud of him and I am very grateful and happy to know him. You guys, I would like to introduce you to Nick Lament, Music Over Matter. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Tell the people who you are, my favorite Jamaican. <laughs> my name is Nick, and I own a lifestyle clothing company called Music Over Matter Clothing. I started in 2011, but it wasn't until 2013 when the brand really started to take off within the music culture and the scene that we, uh, that we love. And um, I got into this because... I was in the music world uh, playing in bands and this was just another avenue to uh, express my creativity in and I was always interested in this industry because I had so much stories to tell that I just couldn't get out in song so I created this clothing company and people have made it their sentiment because of the stories, the honesty that I that I bring forth in these pieces, it's, it's stories on garments, essentially. So here we are in 2018, and um, it has kind of transformed into a, a movement rather than just cotton and dye. So. so when you came up with like the name and the concept, where did that idea come from? Why did you choose to go with Music Over Matter? I don't know. It was just something that popped out on its own honestly i mean it was when i was in my old band we actually had a uh, a track called music over matter that we worked on with a a friend of mine who is in a local band here called every you and um we just started working on a song and i just kind of took that name and uh and made it the brand. It was it was a song that I was writing. Those lyrics were in there, and it stood out to me. And I kind of just held it in my pocket until it was time. Yeah, I think that it's turned into more more than just a name. I think it's turned into something bigger than that. Like people ask me, like, what is music over matter? Like, what is this clothing? And I'm like, I mean, what is it to you? What does it mean to you? Like, you know, like it's 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 not just a brand. It's something that like everyone has a personal relation to you know absolutely the whole brand thing to me is kind of i don't want to say corny but it is corny i mean especially nowadays i feel like everybody is doing it and beating it to death yeah i mean everyone's a brand everyone's advertising themselves that's what social media is 
Absolutely, and I mean, more power to them, but I mean, I just think that it's uh, only only a few that have lasted and that have really kept um, kept the heart of it, and that's why I think that I'm still around. I mean, the brand has been around since 2011, and I've known friends that have uh, started brands, and you know, they've ended because, you know, they were in it for different reasons, you know, and I, do, I think the most important thing is just pouring your heart into it and making sure it's honest and it will find its way to people, you know? Exactly, yeah. And I like you were saying, like, there's a lot of people that have, you know, tried things like this before and they haven't succeeded in it. And I think, like you were saying, they they go into it with the wrong intentions. Like, a lot of them go into it because, like, I'm an artist, I'm struggling and I need money. So everyone's making a clothing yeah. line. So I'm oh going to make gosh, a clothing that's, line. That's so true. Especially in the warp tour world, right? <laughs> Cause like everybody else is doing it. But I mean like, that's dope. Make clothing line, do what I, do your thing, you know? But like, of course, but like I'm all how are you that. supposed to stand out when everyone's trying to wear the same thing? you know absolutely absolutely i mean and you know i i try not to um it, well let me say that it was at first it was very hard for me to find my audience so to speak because the brand didn't fit in anywhere you know it wasn't edgy enough to some people and you know i wasn't putting 666 on everything and it just it just wasn't me again if you do that it's it's it's, it's cool you know there are a lot of brands out there that i do love and respect um Oh yeah, I mean Blackcraft, like Oh yeah, yeah, fucking, those guys are damn. huge, you know. Oh I mean, yeah, killing big it. Respect, of course. It's amazing, you know, and um I like what those guys do and how they put themselves out there. It's I admire it, you know. A good work ethic is something that I can't look past, you know. Um but I mean, as I said, you know, it took a while for it to find its place and you know, there were a lot of um, similarities that I shared with a lot of friends of mine, which helped take, you know, the brand to the next level. You know, Garrett from the Color Morale being one of the first that I can remember. All my friends and I set to kill, they genuinely loved what I was doing. And, you know, those guys have kind of made Music Over Matter their sentiment. So, I mean, yes, it took a while, but I mean, I really feel like it's found its place, you know, and it's not under any one umbrella either you know absolutely yeah you don't restrict yourself to like one certain genre and i think that's what helps you stand out from, exactly you know like everybody you, else i like know? that you said genre by the way because music i mean you know, it's it a works. genre it's yeah, a genre it come on <laughs> so like finding your audience like how did you you know how'd you get like connected with uh with garrett from the color morale and like how did that turn into you know what i mean like how did that turn into like uh, giving them more clothing and like sponsorships and endorsements like tell me about that process um well i used to work on music um a little bit with cisco who was in uh, i set to kill at the time and you know it was around the time when i was starting the brand and you know i kind of told him hey this is what i'm doing and you know you know this music industry is so small you know everybody knows each other especially in this scene you of all people know it, it gets smaller and smaller <laughs> and smaller <laughs> every day dude it, it's an awesome thing i love it and um you know those guys just got behind what I was doing and you know one thing led to another you know going to shows and then we started to hop on warp tour for a few dates and um you, you know the word just started to spread but Garrett in particular like that guy is one of the everybody can 
attest to this. He's one of the best guys. He um, he reached out to me when he saw the Starbucks parody I did with Angelo, who was in uh, Motionless and White at the time. And that shirt, I mean, because it was it was familiar to people already. That kind of marked a big turn for the brand. And um, he just reached out to me, told me he liked it. And, you know, one thing led to another. And... You know, people just started to catch on slowly. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's like when you when you first started to, you know, start getting your brand out there and started doing like those days of Warped Tour, how did that feel? You know, like going from, you know, being a fan of the music to being like a part of it, you know? Oh, that was awesome. I'm still a fan. Like, I mean, every second I would get, I would go watch a band. And, um, you know, it, it was really cool. I still consider myself just an attendee of the festival. It just, except that I have to uh, check in by a certain time. But um, it's really cool. It's really sad. I can't believe uh, this year is the last year. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts about it? Do you think that there's going to be something else that comes out of it? Do you think like kids are going to like build something else? Like what what do you think? Well, I mean, I do think it's going to continue, but um, just, you know, not like the way that we know it. But um, I do believe there's always rooms for room for uh, music festivals. And um, I'm sure. But I mean, Warped Tour has such a legacy, you know, and um, it's going to be sad. It's I mean. Especially because it ends in the place I live, you know, West Palm Beach is the last day I live like 40 minutes from there. So it's sad. But I do think that um, there is going to be something else. I don't think Kevin Lyman is going to throw in the towel anytime soon. I mean, all good things must end, right? But um, I think they're ending on a pretty high note. So yeah, out of the uh, the 11 people that I've talked to on this podcast this season about Warp tour ending. Uh, all of them share the same the same thought. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Kevin Lyman's done. Like, I think he'll do something. Like, the guy can't stop. Can you imagine how bored that man gets when Warp <laughs> tour know. isn't happening? Man, He's I, like, I, I, I have to sit here and plan for next Warp tour. Like, <laughs> right? what? If I if I had half the work ethic that guy had, oh I would be God. set for life. <laughs> you know? Hey, Kevin, Amazing. can you please come on my podcast, man? I have so many questions. I know. My God. God. What was your, what's your fondest warp Tour memory? Oh my gosh. My fondest warp Tour memory. There's so many. There's so many. It was, I think just like overall, it was so surreal to be there. And because like, you know, my whole life I wanted to go to warp Tour. And like those couple of days that I spent with you, like when I was in Florida a couple of years ago, you know, like how we got to know each other and like, uh, like warp Tour just became, it became it became a part of me like when I got on it, you know, like as a fan and as an attendee of the show, you feel a part of it. But like when you're a part of it, you're like a part like it's like forever. It's crazy because like you all survive this like grueling summer together. together. Everybody comes yeah. home burnt, Chris. Everyone's just angry and pissed off. But like every day that I like had a bad day or somebody was like mad at me or whatever, like I didn't feel good, like I would always just stop and be like, but yo, I'm at Warp Tour. <laughs> like, I know, right? It's awesome. I'm at, I'm at Warp 
to it. Like there's there's no you there's come no home f- like yeah. a thousand times stronger and happier. You're jazzed, you know? man. You're just like doing cocaine like all day for like I cannot oh my afford God. to get broner just saying Dude, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm dead. So especially in the Florida dates. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's no joke. And I'm from Yo, Jamaica. The whole man. South I mean, thing? Come on, I'm not used to it still. Yeah, how are so tell me about like festivals over there versus over here, just because I'm curious. Because you work you work festivals over there. So like how's yeah, the we, how's the know, demographic different? Well, firstly, it's not very common at all. Like nothing. But I mean, we've done a few shows over there which have been my first festival was there in um a couple of years ago. It was For Skrillex, huh? It was Skrillex. Major Laser, uh, there was DJ Snake and Rudimental, and you see, it. I mean, it was awesome, you know, that festival Homie's was huge. Homie's first festival. Can, can you imagine, like, oh. it was weird. Going into this, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this, it's not gonna go well, people are gonna hate it. I'm just gonna be sitting down there, eating the delicious catering, and that's it. <laughs> and let me tell you something, to this day, it was still one of the sickest festivals we've ever done, ever. No way, I mean, dude. That, I mean, Rolling Stone was out there we did an interview with them that was really cool um we're talking to those guys and um we did it the following year and it was major laser again but with martin garrix and it was awesome it goes to show you that you know the brand can cross um the waters a little bit literally and um yeah i i just i i didn't expect that turnout but it was crazy i mean i'm talking about to this day, I said I would do that festival any year. You know, I mean, the the EDM crowd is crazy. Oh yeah, that world is totally like alien, man. It's like another planet. Like everything's totally different there. I feel like I fit in, but I'm like I don't at all. You know, if that makes any sense. But um, they love the brand. They love what I, what it stands for, and I think you know. It works for us to be keep to, to keep it fresh and keep doing different festivals, you know, and being a part of different crowds because, you know, uh, why, why else am I doing this if I'm going to stick into one one box, you know? Yep. And that's what I tell people, you know, on this podcast, like you you can pick like one avenue to go, but if you're trying to make a living at this, you have to you have to go outside of your comfort zone like. I shoot, I shoot everything and anything. Like people will, will say like, oh, what kind of stuff do you shoot? I'll be like, what do you need? Like, exactly, what do you exactly. need? Like, I'll figure it out. Like, yeah. I'll figure it out. I've never shot a wedding. I'll watch some wedding videos. Like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And that's good. I mean, because you enjoy it for what it is. And yeah, you know, it exactly. challenges you. So, I mean, the second you don't feel hungry, you shouldn't do it, you know? So, I mean, and I love talking to people and different kinds of people because, you know, I'm that type of person. So it's, it's, it's not really outside of my comfort zone. I love it. So tell me about like challenges that you've faced trying to get this company off the ground. And have you ever been like screwed over as far as like being a freelancer, if you will? Um, I haven't, I haven't been screwed over. No, um, because. Well, good I, for I, you. Use <laughs> one of the few. You, let me tell you the secret to that. <laughs> the secret to that is because I run the brand by myself. I, I mean, I have a team that, um, 
that I work with uh, through my to, through www.musicovermatterclothing.com and then of course I share a merch now space so I have my team over there and they're absolutely fantastic John um, John Gadwick is absolutely amazing he's such a great guy so he takes care of me over there so I keep that keep the community um, of the brand very small and it has been the same people since about 2013 you know the same print shop we print out of is um, my friends Sheridan and Lexi who are their company is called leave your mark print shop and they're fantastic best people um, they, they they really came up the whole DIY way and they're they're pretty big now and you know they pay attention to what I want to do and they help me execute that and um, same with merch now so that's why I guess I haven't been screwed over because if I've somehow been screwed I only have myself to blame you know and um, and like even with partnerships I've done um, everything has been pretty smooth because to me you have to have a relationship first and it's less likely for things to go wrong if you know um, you have a good relationship so like um, the one that we just did was um, Jackie Vincent's new band Cry Venom we did a he hit me up while I was on Warped and he asked if I would be interested in doing a collaboration with his new band and so it's like of course man and it, it it came out we worked with Mike Cortada who's worked with Pierce the Veil and bands like that a day to remember he does all of their stuff and we, we did it and I mean it was a great great collaboration on both ends beneficial for both parties and you know those are the people that I like to keep um, working relationships with because it's it's super smooth super professional and it's fun you know we can't lose sight of that at the end of the day so um, so that was one that we did and I'm sorry Kay what was the other question no oh, that, challenges. Was, that was it was great. challenges that was fantastic <laughs> but yeah Ch challenges um, <laughs> ch I talk too much you can show no me you talk no, no 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 I want this podcast to be infinite like long just talk forever please that's oh my great. god oh my i'm god. see this that's the thing like making fun of my accent yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay. i mean yeah buy the clothing because he's from jamaica and it's he just yeah <laughs> i've definitely faced challenges you know initially trying to get this thing off of the ground was absolutely hard you know it's definitely a challenge because you're still trying to find your find your place find your spot and but I mean, that's, those are good challenges because you kind of hone exactly what it is that you're trying to do um, and trying to make all your stories honest and, you know, it, it's, it's definitely going to find, it's going to take time to, to find the audience, you know, um, but challenges, again, I, I kind of look at it as all of them as learning experiences and growth, natural growth, but um, I can't really think of anything right now that has really been such a, um, a bump to get over that wouldn't have been inevitable, if you know what I'm saying. No, absolutely. And what, like, when it comes to, like, real jobs, if you will, what kind of real jobs have you had? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and, and like, ha yeah, tell I've me. Had a ton. I've had a ton. Okay, so um, I worked at uh, Swarovski Crystal Store for two years. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that, that was fun. And then <laughs> I actually worked at Hot Topic when I was in school. And um, I never used to get paychecks. I would just spend the money and buy vinyl in there. So, um, yeah, it, it, it was so bad. 
Um, I, I Dude, you know what's that. crazy? I talked to uh, I talked to Maddie Mullins on the podcast, and he his like his band had a shirt in Hot Topic, right? When the band was like super young, when he had first joined, and he like went to Hot Topic. He was like, "Hey." Uh, that's my band right there. Can I work here and sell? Can I work here, here and sell my band shirt? And they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's hilarious. It's so good. Like, I love that. Like, okay, continue yeah. though. So good. That's, no, that's funny. That guy has the best hair, by the way. The best oh, hair I've ever oh seen. Oh my God, best pomade man. company. Oh. I'm so jealous. Yeah, no, I love that band. Um... Um, so yeah, I worked at Hot Topic for a while and then I actually worked at a, uh, in the medical field, sort of, on, the, on, a, on a different side. I worked at a billing company for four years where I marketed, I was a marketing director for about two years, so that was fun. Um, I worked at a few other jobs, but um, nothing super, super exciting, you know, just stuff to, to pay the bills and, you know, do all of that adult stuff. But, and what um, made you leave that all behind? What made you finally be like, okay, I can do this? Yeah, um, just the response that I got and um, how fast the company was growing. And, you know, we, we still aren't where we want to be yet. But, I mean, that's a part of the challenge, you know. And um, this is something I've always wanted to do. And I just love this scene. And I love... I love challenging myself. I love, you know what's, you know what's super fun? I, I mean, this, this is a little um, sidetracking, but the coolest thing to me is like seeing bands. Like I grew up on watching on MTV when MTV played videos um, and like TRL, like when I was like 12 and 13, wearing my stuff. I mean, that to me is the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's it, it i don't know sometimes i just don't process it and it shows you like I'm, I'm a fan you know i'll always be a fan of music you know um but yeah it's just this is what i want and sometimes you just have to leave everything behind and just go for it you know especially while you're young and what would you say to like parents out there that have kids that you know want to pursue something that isn't the norm well, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you have to follow your heart, you know, um, and I hope that parents understand that it's important for a kid to, to um, express themselves and go after their dreams because, you know, it's the key to happiness, really, when you can be yourself and feel free. I mean, of course, of course, backup plans are always important, or if you're balancing the two, you know. But What's I mean, your backup plan? Doing this podcast with you and becoming extra awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I don't have a plan B, dude. You always have a plan like, B. Well, like, this is my plan B. You are everywhere. Like, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I I remember when you and I started talking, like, I I know it was 2013. It's scary how good I am at dates. Oh, no, I remember. Like, if if, if I, 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 if I, if you give me probably five minutes, I could probably give you the exact day and time. Like, I mean, my brother finds me so weird for that. But, um. It's amazing. So, yeah. And and look at you now. I mean, I, I, I watched you grow and I'm very proud of you, you know, um. I remember you, you know, you got the Warped Tour gig and Alternative Press. I was like, yo, Kate, I, I knew you were going to be there because, you know, you are, no, seriously though, you are one of the hardest working people in this scene. Dude, you want to know why I work hard? Because I'm fucking terrified of oh. failing. 
So am I. It scares me. I'm so scared. No, I'm so obsessive about working and working and working and working, honestly, because like if I fail, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. (laughs) But you have not failed and you've done so much. You always have to look at that. Yeah, for sure. And that's like that's another reason I wanted to do this because like I get to talk to other people that are succeeding so that I can learn from the things that they've learned, you know? Like that's the point of this. And I know like people want to hear this shit like i want to hear like i wish i had a podcast like this when i was you know in school but mm-hmm. podcasts weren't really around <laughs> i know podcasts the cool thing the cool kids are doing it yeah it's true the cool kids are doing podcasts now all right let me let me interview you okay let's go okay so what's <laughs> what's next for you I'm what's not, next i'm not good at this uh, I'm currently editing like six documentaries that I filmed on Warp Tour separately from Alternative Press. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. Warp Tour this summer, maybe, if I get the opportunity, obviously. Wink, uh, wink. Yeah, <laughs> hello, everyone. You know, you Warped already Tour. know. You already know. Even, oh, that's you, true. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to be announcing stuff soon that I'll talk to you about. All right, tell me, have you had any, like, uh, internships or, like, mentors or have you, like, looked up to anybody in the business? In the business? Oh, my gosh, there's a ton. I mean, my inspiration doesn't really come much from other brands at all. It just comes from musicians, you know. Um, As far as internships go, no. But um, I've kind of just been, you know, I came up kind of like a, I don't want to say a lone wolf. That sounds kind of funny, but, um, you know, as far as mentors, I mean, I, I would really consider Garrett Rapp one of them because he kind of he, he pushed me a lot, you know, he helped me a lot. Um, and just friends and family, I mean, that's really what this is based off of. But as far as people in the industry that I look up to, man, uh, yeah, I don't even know where to start because, you know, I live and breathe this, you know. Like, what? brands growing up did you you know love like where like your inspiration for like your designs like you said it comes from musicians but like the actual digital like visual yeah, design yeah, yeah. You know, oh, well i love what ollie sykes was doing with drop dead and i still oh do. my god uh, uh, I, want, I want him on here he I is know. like his work ethic he's no, like amazing. i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do clothing and then i'm gonna do a comic book and i'm like oh my god dude no it's incredible Tell me. i mean uh, yeah definitely drop i'm gonna dead. go climb a mountain for uh, my best friend right. like I saw what? That. that was so sick that's so oh, sick i wish amazing. i could be that cool <laughs> oh so cool yeah drop dead definitely i mean i really like the way that they do their stuff and i think you know all the things the crazy things that are going on in his head he, he gets it out there and it, it makes all of us look cool you know I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, good for it makes the scene look cool no it's so true it's, dude uh, exactly i mean especially like the, the, the first when when they just came out i mean i think they were the, the, probably the only brand at the time that was doing that stuff and everybody started to jump on you know yeah they were um, like we're gonna make cool shit that like isn't annoying (laughs) right (laughs) exactly i I also really respect kyle from electric zombie oh Um, my god dude i have so much of his stuff (laughs) no no that guy is incredible um and what he did what he did with grave takers a funny story when we did warp tour last year in 
you are in St. Pete by that beautiful water at Vinoy Park. He, um, I, I, my sister was there actually, you met her, and um, she was at the tent and I, I came back because I went to do something, I can't remember. Uh, I came back and Kyle from Electro Zombie was hanging at the tent, he was checking out some of the stuff and I looked at my sister, I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Kyle, like I, I love that guy. And I told him, I, I really respect what he has done, um, not only with his brands, but for, for other brands and bands that he's worked with I think that guy is awesome I really like Johnny Cupcakes as well I really respect that guy um man the grave takers like I remember he had a uh he had oh what was it it was like a it was like a oh it's a bomber jacket right so he had this bomber jacket and it was like there were like 50 of them left he was like these are the last ones like I'm never making these again and I was like Oh my God! It's like seventy five dollars. I'm getting it. <laughs> You're getting it. I got it, the dude. Guy, guy's awesome. The thing, the thing is so big on me, but like I don't care. <laughs> don't I care. don't care. I have like I have two of his like my, his like denim vests. I love his stuff so much. Like I remember seeing his stuff on, uh, I think it was like merch now, and it was like his stuff, and it was like we came as Romans, and it was like all of the like you know all the brands that you know exactly um no man that guy is insane he's incredible and I, I admire his work ethic because he's always working you know and i respect that and you know it keeps you young too man i'm telling you like all the stuff that he does and it just it, it hits me i love it it's amazing. So what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started? I'm not going to answer any further. I'm that's a long list. That's a, that's a long list. I'll put dot, 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 <laughs> question mark. <laughs> it's true, man. Every day you learn something. Tell me about, tell me about times you've like doubted yourself. Um, like, have you ever been like, all right, I can't do this. Like, I'm going to like, it's, it's, it's tough, man, especially when you're, when you're on the road and you know, things don't go as well as you expect and you come home, like you lost a ton of money and it's, it's, it's tough. But, um, you know, again, when, when you're an artist, you're always, you, you're, you, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm never going to give up, you know, but there has been many times that I've come home from shows and we were like, hey, did this work out in the end? Yeah, it worked out here, but it didn't work out there, you know, um, so there definitely has been a few times, but um, I never look at that and I, I, I just I just say, you know what, this is just a part of part of the game you know sometimes you have to lose and sometimes you will doubt yourself but it's through really it sounds cliche but it's through those things that you can actually put more quality and make the things you want to make you create the things you want to create you know through the dark times you know absolutely that's what we do as artists we take the most painful times that we go through and turn it into something beautiful that's that's what we do (laughs) speaking of speaking of painful um you know, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I tragically lost my dad, and um, I said to myself, "How can I, uh, how can I honor his memory through what I do?" And we ended up releasing a series of pieces dedicated to him. Like um, we did one called Big Boss. The second one was called. Um, we did Ram's Legacy, and then the third one was called Leo's Legacy. And again, you know, 
it's to people you know seeing these pieces or buying these pieces they may not know exactly where it came from but that's a that's a good example of turning pain into something beautiful you know because everything was inspired by him with the, with that line that we did you know um so yeah doubt doubt sometimes isn't a bad thing you know it it helps you where can people find you on the internet where can they find you in life where what are you what are you up to this next year what's going okay. on well firstly we have two web stores one on merch now which you could visit merchnow.com or musicovermatter.merchnow.com where we have exclusive items and then personally i manage our main site which is musicovermatterclothing.com you could find us on every social media platform um we have a, we have a bunch of stuff coming up this year more collaborations um, we're doing a collaboration together everybody that is true that is very yes. true i'm excited hopefully it's oh, out oh, by oh. the time this podcast comes out so like go That's buy overdue. it it's, <laughs> it's gonna be awesome but i mean you know we're gonna be doing more band collaborations we're gonna be doing a lot of shows um I don't know if I can say everything yet, but um, we'll definitely be on the road because I treat this brand kind of like a band where we actually go out on the road and we do shows because it's awesome. Um, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing just a lot more content, a lot more pieces. The new line is gonna it's gonna be awesome. I, I have everything in the bag ready to go. Um, it's gonna be really cool. Um, just a lot more stuff. Just a lot more. Uh, a lot more events and all of that good stuff. I can't wait. Well, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to be on this podcast. I enjoyed talking to you greatly and oh. I wish you all the best in Are all you your doing? endeavors. Likewise, likewise. And uh, I love your face. Let's go get sushi that isn't horrible. Oh my God, that was so gross. <laughs> should, should we name the place? I don't even know the name. It was just by that venue. <laughs> what, what's the name of that venue, Kay? Uh, it's the one in Jacksonville, right? No, it's not. I do not live in Jacksonville. Where was it? Think. I can't do this. Yes, you can. All right. It was on the Revolver tour. No, I know what tour it was. I remember. No. Oh, I remember yeah. the tour. I just don't remember where we were. <laughs> we were by Revolution Live. That's what it was. I yes, there's that. a sushi place over there around the corner. <laughs> Don't go. Bad. It was really, really, even the water was bad. <laughs> it was just bad. <laughs> I, I, I owe you good sushi. Yes, I'm holding you to that. It's recorded here forever. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> So for all of you out there that want to start a merchandise company, or if you're wanting to go on tour selling merch, being a merchandise manager, I hope you enjoyed and got something out of this podcast with Nick. I appreciate you coming on, man. And to all of you out there listening that may want to be a part of this podcast, hey, drop me a line. Go down below. You'll find me knagoniophotography.com. It's easy to find me, guys. Down below, if you would like to get some awesome discounts on camera gear, I made you guys a little a little wish list, a little gift list, if you will. And also, if you would like to enter a photo contest to win some money or some lenses or some cameras, well, I host photo contests on a website called Guru Shots. And if you would like to head down to the link below, 
you can check it out. And if you want to get involved, I would love for you to be involved in one of my contests. I would love to see your work and I would love to just make you guys a bigger part of this community. So if you like the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate it, leave a comment. Please share it with your friends, share it with your creator friends, because if you don't, they're probably going to make the mistakes that I made and the mistakes you made. And that's going to leave us all just, just tell your friends, just tell them. If you guys want to check out some of the things I'm working on as far as video work goes, head over to respectthecrew.com. That is respectthecrew.com. I am currently editing a six-part documentary series about touring crew members. If you guys are into music, if you're into photography, film, if you're into the behind the scenes of the touring world, or if you just want to check out some more of my work, head over there, check it out. I have a GoFundMe. I'm raising money. So if you guys want to get involved in that, you could get t-shirts and you could get custom tour laminates, wall banners, Skype sessions. You could be a guest on this podcast. So much more. Go check it out. Respectthecrew.com. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm your host, Kay Nagonio. This has been Project Freelance.